the love boat won't be seen tonight so we can bring you a very special episode of the gen x files welcome to the gen x files i'm jim i'm adam and today is another for, for the, the stepdads. stepdads yeah you silly little stepdads are here to fill your lives with joy yeah, we're uh, gonna talk some about Gene Hackman. Oh yeah, some of the Gene Hackman stuff for our Gene Hack month. Yeah, our we wonderful Gene Hack month. We're also doing something. Uh, this is on our own. We're not sponsored or no, anything. No, no, no. But Adam, most of you probably remember growing up. A drink called Sunny Delight, or yeah. Sunny D, as it was more commonly uh, known. Sunny, it was actually changed to Sunny D in 2003, Whoa. which I was shocked. I thought it was much earlier yeah. than that. You know, the old commercial, the kids come home, and they're digging in the fridge. Well, what do you got to drink? Oh, we got some soda, we got some juice, we got some, some purple stuff. Purple drink. We got some Sunny D, Sunny D, and then everybody loses their mind, and they all yeah. drink Sunny D, and they live super successful, happy lives. Well, the folks at Sunny D are brilliant. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they're absolutely brilliant. Because they came up with a product for all of us nostalgic old Gen Xers <laughs> called Sunny D Vodka Seltzer. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's alcoholic Sunny D. And as soon as I saw this, Adam pointed this out to yeah. me. I'm yeah. like, we got to try this. We got to yeah. try this on the show. Yeah. And then Adam, at his own expense... <laughs> At the, at the crack of ass this morning, yeah, drove yeah. around every liquor store in the Los Angeles area well, well. being berated as some crazy <laughs> alcoholic who needs his booze, and he finally found some Sunny D, and we're going to try it live on air for you now. Uh, technically, I went to one grocery store, <laughs> and they didn't carry it like they said they would, and Hires. then the first liquor store I went to had it, so nice. support your local liquor store. Yeah, they got, they got what you need. Now, it's... It's fairly early, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, for us right now, yes, yeah. it is very early. I'm also not as much of a drinker as I used to be. No, And no. I haven't eaten anything today. Uh, I do so. want to point out just one thing I found really funny when I did some research on Sunny D because I was curious. Uh, this is a quote from the Wikipedia page. It was sold in refrigerated cabinets and marketed it as a healthier alternative to soft drinks, mm. despite neither being healthier nor requiring refrigeration. No, it was it was definitely uh, chemicals. <laughs> it's a lot of high fructose corn syrup. But it was like tang. It had this weird yeah. thing. So. All right, here we go. We're here we go. Do this live on air for your for your edification. Here we go. Uh, Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Lord. Sunny D. Sunny D. All right. Tastes like Sunny D seltzer. Yeah. Tastes <laughs> like carbonated Sunny D. Yeah. It's not bad. No, actually, it's not bad. That's surprising. I just love that they had to make sure they put on the, the can very prominently contains alcohol. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not bad. It's a 4.5%, only 95 calories, zero grams of sugar, so hey, that's good. Well, there you go. Which is not true of Sunny D itself. No, a lot of sugar in that. <laughs> so this won't add to my big old belly. That's not bad. All right, well. It's made with real juice, Adam. I'm going to hear us. Uh, is it? Because yeah. the actual Sunny D is not. <laughs> it's <laughs> so it's, weird. It's hilarious that the alcoholic version of this drink <laughs> is like 30 times healthier than the non-alcoholic version. Yay. But hey, man! Oh man! I tell you, get a get a six pack of this for your Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, Oof. you can. Uh, they well, they sell them at four packs, yeah. which is great. But they it's like less than ten bucks. So I mean, you know, for nostalgia's sake, it's great. 
if you like seltzers, you know, and who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll be all burpy now. Um, <laughs> You're going to hear us drinking this through the entire episode. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, so anyway, what uh, what we should talk about other Gene Hackman movies that I, I don't know how many other Gene Hackman movies we're actually going to cover in the coming years. Um, Probably a few, you know, definitely Unforgiven. Oh, well, yes, yes, definitely. Uh, probably not Welcome to Mooseport. <laughs> oh, my God, you got to cover that. Everybody loves me. Um, probably not that one. Uh, but I would like to cover, I think at some point we have to do a month of 80s father and son rescue and mom movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And we can do Target, and we can do... Oh, there's like three or four of them. Like, they, yeah. They, they, there's one... Is that the one with Matt Dillon? I think so. That yeah. sounds right. There's like one with Matt Dillon, one with Craig Shepard. They kept trying to like pair old dudes <laughs> with young dudes and, and make these action movies. Um, well, but, you know, I mean, I'm sure the Hollywood types, the execs, were trying to like find new young actors to be like the next Tom Cruise, you know? I mean... yeah. Uh, which didn't really work from the most part. <laughs> no, there's only Tom Cruise left. <laughs> uh, Weirdly yeah. enough. Uh, um, but there's also Bat 21 I think we'll probably cover. Yes, that's true. We've talked about that quite a bit. Uh, it's a really good movie with he and Danny Glover. Yeah. And it's just, again, just to say, the guy is just a solid, solid actor. He's so good. Actor, Everything know? he's in, he makes better, even if the movie's not good, but as he, evidence from Loose Cannon. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Uh, but he's just so present. I think the quote from Frances McDormand, when she's McDormand, which she said, uh, at the reading, ah, not much there. But he doesn't, as soon he doesn't as, give a lot. No, because yeah. it's a, I get it, it's, it's a, a reading. reading. Yeah. I, there's certain I've been to readings where actors really try to take it. To wow! The yeah, and it's just so I, it's interminable. There's a friend, love him, uh, one of the most talented human beings I've ever met. Yeah, but we did a reading, and that guy, man, he <laughs> oh, went. Yeah, I know nuts. what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, there was like some emotional scenes, and everybody was just like, "Oh my god, that drug on for so long." And it was just super uncomfortable. He's looking around at everyone. And it's kind of like, oh, my God, he's still going. going. Oh, on? my God. Uh, but again, it's a reading. Yeah. And it, yeah. So I get it. Uh, you know, you're just trying to get a feel for the script. Yeah. So but once he showed up on set and she saw his eyes and it, she said it was like a, ma- a, a master class of acting. Yeah. Yeah. She was uh, she was learning how to act all over again because he's a giver, and those are the the best actors are the ones that are so present in the scene yeah. and are listening. You know that's why he and Willem Dafoe were such a great pairing. Yes, yes, because they're both really good at that. Yeah, and but his character was a lot more. <laughs> he was paying a lot more attention, I think, because Willem Dafoe's yeah. character was just so. Well, you he know, was he was very driven towards yeah, a singular goal. Exactly, he and, was blinded by but, his yes, ambition yes, and yeah. his own righteousness, oh, his righteousness, own righteousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and as somebody who'd been through it, Gene Hackman's character kind of like sat back and let him fail, and yeah. then was like, "Look, you're a fool." Because <laughs> that's the the one thing you can't te- te- you can tell people like you this is going to happen, and then they, it has to let you have to let it happen. Yeah, like, you're not going to be able to teach them by just telling them. Like they have to learn it themselves. But he does. You know, he w- will probably cover uh, that Will Smith movie with him. Enemy of the State. 
yeah. enemy of the state. I'm sure you know that'll be. Co- so I'm, I, you know, we'll we'll cover more of his movies, but these are like his biggies for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, the yeah. conversation is is his greatest achievement. Yes. Uh, it's one of the greatest cinematic achievements ever. It is so good. I I am so surprised at how great that movie is. I mean, I loved it when I was younger, but yeah. I think I understood it in a way this time when I watched it that I maybe didn't before. Right. Because it sucked me in like uh, no movie has. Yeah. In, in, like yeah. even new movies, recent history or whatever, it just, right, right. It, it it is so engrossing, but it's such a seemingly deceptively simple story. Right. Right. With so many layers and, and it just it unfolds in such a satisfying, yeah. organic way. It's so good. Oh my god! Oh yeah, my god, it's so good. That that to me, look, I love uh, French Connection. Yeah, love that movie. It's got you know two of my faves in it: yeah. Scheider and, <laughs> and, and, uh, Hackman. and Hackman. But I have to say, the real high point, probably the last few months, was watching the conversation yeah. again. Yeah, and 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 re-upping my appreciation of just how wonderful a movie that is. It's so good. I mean, because every time I watch it, it it's like forgetting how good it is mm-hmm. and then and then it's like oh and then suddenly you're just drawn in and it's yeah. god it's so good and i i like the french connection a lot um but it's i think i like the the making of it mm. more and like what they did to get the movie done sure, and yeah. like and a lot of that you don't see on the screen but like knowing the backstory of it and like knowing what friedkin had to do to get oh, yeah. that movie done is just fascinating and there's some great you know little hints that you point out yeah you know, little jarring camera moves or the car yeah. hitting something that wasn't it wasn't supposed to hit during the amazing chase scene. Um, but there was there was great move, mo- moments in that too, like stuff I've forgotten about, like when after the the huge car chase and he shoots the guy on the stairs, and then Gene Hackman just falls down. It's yeah. like I'm just so tired now. Well, it's just you know that <laughs> so um, that that adrenaline yeah. kick, so perfect. You know, you would that car drive. You'd have to like. Peel your hands off! Oh my the, God, yes, on the steering wheel, because I, I I can't imagine how harrowing that would be. It was so oh, harrowing. I, I would have to change my pants, <laughs> and then you know shooting the guy in the back. Uh, and Mississippi <laughs> Burning, another great movie too, um, and, a, and, a, and a great performance. I think it, it's hard to say, but I think we might have picked his top three. Yeah, no, I agree, and I I think that's okay. Mm. I mean. I mean, Unforgiven's still up there. I know, I know, but I, but I don't. I think of Unforgiven as a Clint Eastwood movie, sure. not as as a Hackman movie. He's great in it. I, I mean, he's fantastic in it, mm-hmm. obviously. But I, I think of Clint Eastwood when I think of Unforgiven. Sure, yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to do that. I'm really excited to do some Clint Eastwood stuff too, because, yeah. man. Yeah, we do. We definitely need to do more Clint Eastwood. We've done a little bit, but uh, what did we do? Uh, play Misty for me. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We did his first. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we're going to do his last. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah. Still sad about William Friedkin. Yeah. Oh man. I, I think we're a curse. It seems like a lot of times when we do shows about people, they die. I feel bad because I always put in all this death into the scripts and I feel terrible talking about it. I mean, I try to leave them out, but sometimes it, it's really fascinating. Like, like. Well, we'll be talking about next week with uh, Mabel King. Oh, poor and, Mabel King, who we've talked about before. But like, man, Whew. just that's the that's the worst. worst. Uh, out of all of the deaths that we've, yeah, it was just a slow motion, awful, just, just picking terrible. up parts of yeah. her. It was just good, good God. It's always the worst when it's like they had a stroke and then they end up in the the Hollywood like 
home, you know, yeah. like the whatever the Hollywood the, uh, aged uh, actors home. Yeah, and then it's and then it, it's like they had a stroke in two thousand four, and then they passed away in twenty twenty, and it's like what they were in there for sixteen years. Yeah, having arms and legs and stuff ugh. removed. It's just, uh, I guess, ugh. It's just so uh, heartbreaking. Totally great talent. Related but unrelated. I just found out this morning that uh, Jimmy Carter's been in hospice for the last 168 days. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, that mother no effer's hard to kill. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I was shocked because, like, I had heard he had gone in, but then that was the last I'd heard. Yeah. And it's like, no, he's still there. It's like, he's I, still there. Going in for his last few oh, days. And, oh, that poor guy. Yeah, but I mean, 90 something. That guy has just survived everything brain oh, yeah. cancer. And, yeah. And he, to me, is the absolute, without a doubt, with no competition, the greatest ex-president ever. What he did with his oh yeah post-presidential yeah. life, yes, I would agree, is the most uh, selfless. The yeah, guy yeah. really walked the walk when it came to <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was just it was just occurring to me. I was trying to think of competition he might have in the ex-presidents and what they did afterwards. And really, until Obama, he didn't have a lot of competition. What did Clinton do with his after Ugh. years? Hung out with Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah. What did George W. Bush do with his years? He painted. Awful paintings? <laughs> he painted his feet. What has Trump done? Oh, boy. Well. Uh... <laughs> Not going to touch that one. Uh... <laughs> I'm just saying is that I think that Obama is second. Sure. Very far second. But everybody else is just like, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Do what you can. Yeah. He kind of put yeah. everybody to shame. Yeah. And, you know. And he's, he's fantastic, but that's because he's, he's, he's so, they're so great. They're yeah. so great. They're such good people. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, you have hope in humanity because of people like the Carters. Right. You know, right. Yeah. None of them that's are his politics. You cannot argue that he is an empathetic, he, he is amazing, tr- trying to being. make the world a better place. One of the greatest American humanitarians. Yes. That we've ever produced. Yeah. And he had a great run with his wife. I mean, yeah, just... I mean, they're still... I mean, they've been married like 8,000 years or something. I mean, like, it's... Yeah. Well, he did have lust in his heart sometimes, Adam. That's what he said oh. in the Playboy. That's so oh, quaint. Did he? <laughs> it is so quaint. <laughs> so quaint that people got up in arms with Jimmy Carter because he said that he sometimes had lust in his heart. Like, he never didn't go after it. Just occasionally might see a picture of a boob and be like, ooh, I'm kind of mm. horny. That's a nice looking boob. Yeah. And oop, oh, better, better oh. repent. Better and go tell my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So quaint that, that, and everybody was like, how dare he think about boobs? He's the president of the United States. He's supposed <laughs> to be a Christian. <laughs> He's not supposed to be a human being. Yes. And, yeah. and, you know, and there's never been a president who thought about a boob afterwards. No. That's for sure. Definitely not Bill Clinton. <laughs> Definitely not gross old Bill Clinton. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I was thinking, because when we get into video games, I've been replaying a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, just been nostalgic or whatever. Yeah. Or just needed some comfort food. But because I used to be a heavier drinker, and I drank a lot when I played video games, <laughs> it's like I don't remember right. a lot of the right. stuff. And the stories. Story, and, plot points. Oh, what? <laughs> boy, man. When we get to there, I, I, I got to oof. Yeah, anyway. So I think this is a good good segue into the old man gripe corner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say that this has been a spectacular month getting reacquainted with yeah. Mr. Hackman yeah. and just realizing what an American treasure he is. And it just makes me want to watch more of his movies. I'm I, really excited. To I watch literally want to watch the conversation again already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen it and we didn't convince you yeah. in our show, 
please watch the conversation. That is that is what you can take from this month. Yes. But so let's switch gears. I'm going to do an old man gripe, an old stepdad gripe, and it's a it's a classic. I would say I'm going to gripe about the bank. Yeah. I like. I'm a weirdo. Okay. We all know this. I'm a very strange man with very strange peccadilloes. And one of the things that I enjoy doing is I like going to the bank. Sure. I prefer, and maybe it's just because that's how it was done when I started and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I like going into the bank. I like talking to the teller. I like depositing my thing and getting my receipt and knowing that it's in there. And yeah, that yeah. When it's available and blip, blap, bloop, bloop. It's physical. It's a physical interaction. Yeah. I, I had issues when I did online banking. You know, there's yeah. somebody trying to break into my account, bleep, blah, blah. And so I decided I'm not going to do online banking at all. I'm going to do all my banking as I used to do in person or in, on phone, on yeah. the phone, yeah. which honestly, I think the phone is com- sometimes quicker than doing it online. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. But so I went into the bank today, this morning, and I'm in line and there's two other guys in front of me. And usually it takes a long time, but there was no teller. <laughs> there's no teller. And yeah. so uh, finally, after a few minutes, I asked the gentleman in front of me, I was like, is anybody working here? And he said, well, they said five minutes. And I was like, what was that, 10 minutes ago? And he laughed and was like, yes. And so the poor manager comes out and she's like, can I escort anybody to the ATM? Can I escort anybody? It's like, lady, no. we all know how to use the ATM. <laughs> we don't need an escort. It's very kind. It's not her fault. We walked by it on the way <laughs> yes, in. Yes, I know where it is. We, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, like, every time I go in there, there's one teller or no tellers, and yeah. there's always a line, and everybody gets upset, and it's it's so unfair to the poor manager and the people that work there, yeah. because talking to her, she's like, look, I'm, I'm as mad as you are, probably more mad, because, you know, I'm the one who has to take it, and, right. and she, every day, people are like, where's the tellers, where's the tellers, and... There's nothing she can do because corporate. Right. It's not her choice right. to not have tellers there. Yeah. The way she explains it, they realize that it's like 18 cents or something per transaction at the ATM versus like a dollar. Yeah. If you go to the teller. And so these cheap bastards. Yeah. Because it's all about the bottom line, man. No yeah. more customer service. You know, they're putting them into a position of failure. Right. And then as soon as you go to the bank, as soon as you get home, there's an email like, review, rate this. And you know most people are like, this lady. And she even said, she's like, so many times, you know, it starts off with this lady said or this lady didn't. She's like, and I'm the lady. I'm the lady. And I just felt so badly for her because she's such a nice person. And I've been going to the same branch for a long time. And I've noticed how awful yeah. it's gotten yeah used to be two three tellers right and you know it, it went by really quickly and 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 just weird stuff too at the bank like i've been st- i go to a, a deposit a check and all of a sudden this panic look comes across the teller's face and their eyes dart from side to side and they get a little sweaty and and then they're like excuse me for a second please excuse me and then they go to the manager and then the manager's furtively looking around and talking about me and I'm like what the hell's going on you know am I going to jail yeah. and they come back and they're like sir uh, in your account it says um, James but on this check it says Jim it's not the same name and I'm like are you <laughs> effing kidding me you know that Jim 
is short for James. It's the most common nickname. Bill yeah. is short for William. Yeah. Yeah. And Will. And, I mean, B- Bill. Will. William's got a ton of them. Will, William's got so many you know? pitfalls. We just got Jimbo, Jim, Jamie, Jim, James. James, you know? Jamie, yeah. And this has happened more than once. And they're like, well, maybe you should make an appointment with the banker. And I'm like, what are you talking no. about? This is the most moronic thing I've ever seen. And, you know, and then I'm like, and I've been banking since 1988 with this. <laughs> and so it's just become such. They, they make it. Such a hassle to go into the bank. Yeah. And, and I'm yeah. so defiant, man. I don't care yeah. if it takes me four hours. I will still go to that bank yeah. because I'm a petty man. And I, Hey, I understand. I mean, I've, I I joined a credit union a long time ago. Yeah. And, and it essentially, it's just a bank. You know, I mean, it's a bank, but it's owned by me. Technically, I own part of it. But I've been going to that, that same credit union. And the only reason I do online banking now is because during the pandemic – they closed all their branches. Yeah. And it was like they but they created an app that was so secure that I felt okay depositing checks like through my phone. Yeah. Uh but but the same deal back when I was I, I would always go in, I'd walk down to the bank, I mean it was a couple miles away, I'd walk down to the credit union, and there was a couple times or not a couple times, at least once, that I would like deposit a check in the ATM. They're like, Oh, just go to the ATM. It was a big long line. They always have multiple tellers, they're very good about it, but it's a small branch. And they're like, just go to the ATM. Okay. Deposit the check in the ATM. It was like a two grand check or something. Going nice. to cover my rent the next day. Surprise. When you deposit in the ATM, it takes them 72 hours to clear it. And I was like, well? And they're, they're just like, sorry. And I was like, Oops. you told me to go there. Yeah. I've had, I had some pretty bad customer service growing up. Like sure. I, had a, I had a great – in college, I called Godfather's Pizza. Oh boy. Uh, I was like, okay, I want to get this pizza. I call, and the person is like on the phone. And granted, they're probably college age too. Hey, what do you need? I was like, I, I want to you know, get a pizza. And they're like, okay, like give me just a second. And they literally set the phone like on top of the, the receiver box <laughs> so I can literally hear everything going on inside the store. I waited not even on hold, just waited like 10 minutes. Nobody picked up. I'm, like, shouting into my phone, like, someone please pick up the phone. Nobody did. I literally got in my car and drove to the store, and they were like, can I help you? And I go, yeah, that's me on the phone. And it was still sitting on the box. Oh, why would they do? They were like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, I'm not ordering anything from you ever again. Let's talk about video games. Let's start with video games. Let's start with video games. So uh, what have you been playing? Uh, I, I finally played all the way through uh, this the story on the Marvel's Avengers. Oh, uh, yeah. Which, funny enough, in about a week, they're shutting it all down. Oh, really? So you're not going to be able to play online anymore. Which, granted, every single critique of that game is absolutely true. There were so many times that I was so frustrated with oh, it. Yeah. It looks really cool. Very pretty. The best thing about it is that... The Hulk? When they realized... Yes, but when they realized that they were going to be just, like, giving up on it, all the stuff that you should have paid for, they just made free. <laughs> yeah, all the costumes, and it was, all the it was, Yeah, all the downloads, all that stuff, it was just free. And and, and I, I deleted it yesterday. I was just finally like, you know what? I have zero desire. After you finish the main campaign, all the characters unlock. I went through all the costumes. I looked to see all the cool stuff, yeah. and I was like, I just don't care anymore. I thought about playing, because I'm kind of bored with the main story part. Like, it's... That's gotten to the part, part the issue, where it's, yeah. it's... Although the end's really good, though. But I don't... It's also confusing 
Because yeah. I don't know what to do next. Do I do the yes. stuff that's on the board, or do it's I do the... not set up well at all. Not intuitive at all. Um, it was it was fun, but I get it. What they were trying to do was make a looter shooter like Destiny yeah. 2 yeah. or... You a know, service game. Yeah, it, a, it, a live service game that... There was no reason to do that. No, and it's just... The loops weren't that good. The the enemies are super boring. It's so repetitive. And it's just the same thing over and over. Uh, yeah. I, I think I might delete that today because it's like 140 gigs and it's or something. huge. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is giant. And I really enjoyed the actor that played uh, Kamala Khan. Yeah. Or Kamala. Khan. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to butcher the name. But uh, the Ms. Marvel. Yeah. She did a great job. Like you said, some of the voice acting is better than the actual Marvel guys. I, I love the guy who does Tony Stark is so good. Like he's, they wrote him very well. I mean, it's much more in line with the comics yeah. than the, the MCU. Yeah. Uh, it, in Especially by the fact that Ms. Marvel is not like a cosmic powered person. She has stretchy arms like right. Mr. Fantastic, which is one of my favorite characters in the comics. So it was cool being able to use the big stretchy arms yeah, and legs and, and have stuff. her grow big and yeah, tall. Yeah. And, yeah. It know, was cool. There was, there was some definitely some fun stuff. I'm kind of curious about, you know, trying out the different expansions, but I, the future imperfect one, I really want to do because it is my, one of my favorite Hulk comic stories, uh, which I have in a closet somewhere, Nice, but it made me a, I realized yesterday, oh, you know what? I should just reread those two volumes <laughs> and then deleted <laughs> the game. Like, you know. Yeah. Because it wouldn't do it justice. I know it wouldn't do it justice. No. And I was like, why even try? I've yeah, it's just, it was it was, an, it was a missed opportunity because it could have been a really fun game. Yeah. There's a lot of good elements in it. Yeah. There's a good game in there somewhere. Yes, yes. But, but you got to dig it, too hard to get it they're out. They're abandoning it, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was worth, it was worth four bucks. Yeah, to, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Around. Idea. And we played a little bit together. It was yeah. fun to, to. It was cool. I really enjoyed playing as the Hulk. I love the Hulk. Is probably my favorite. He's a great character. Because yeah. as a kid, as a kid, I loved the Hulk. Mainly because <laughs> this effed up, but mainly because I had a huge, I had a temper, I had a big yeah, temper yeah. problem for a lot of years. You were the Hulk. <laughs> well, I identified with the Hulk. Right, right. I really wish that I could turn into the Hulk. Jim Smash, smash yeah. all the things that made me mad. Yeah. Um, and I would watch the Bill Bixby, Lou Ferrigno Hulk, and I would dress. I had my little Hulk costume, and yeah. when he turned into the Hulk, I turned into the Hulk, and God, I was a weird kid. <laughs> that was but in. The, sorry, go ahead. But I was just gonna say, but the Hulk, uh, more than any other superhero ever, the Hulk really connected with me. Yeah, and I love all superheroes, but for some reason, yeah, just yeah. like in the way he was written in the seventies and eighties was really interesting too. Yeah. They were doing some stuff with him that was different, and uh, and yeah, so so playing as the Hulk was really <laughs> fun, and and he had some fun moves and yeah. and the jumping. They really got the 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 Hulk the, the, jump. the bounding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was really that fun. was really it was the best part was when we were playing together and <laughs> Jim was playing Hulk and suddenly he's just leaping away. Right. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, all right, I'll come catch up." I try to put on some weirdo costume like him dressed as I, a 30s gangster. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but we, they had the the Incredible Hulk, Bill Bixby, like Lou Ferrigno costume yeah. in it and it looked like him the purple pants and all that and as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Nope, that's it." Yeah. From that on, and I was like, okay. "Yeah, same." Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't not. But yeah, perfect. I mean, that was. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it, it was. 
I'm really glad that I didn't buy it because I remember when it came out. Yeah. There was a demo. Yeah. I tried the demo, and I was just really underwhelmed. Oh, if I had paid sixty bucks for that game, I would be so pissed. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, because I'm not even not to mention the fact that it's been like two years since it came out, and they didn't really fundamentally change anything. No. You know, I mean, not like like cyberpunk, like at least they're like, yeah, we're fixing it. Like we're oh, making yeah. it better. I'm so know? excited. Oh, I'm yeah. So excited for the the cyberpunk expansion. Phantom Liberty. Yeah, man. It's given me Witcher 3 vibes. It's given I, me the, the Witcher DLC vibes. I'm finally going to be able to actually play this game. It's really funny. I've been holding off. Yeah. On it. Yeah. There's a few people that I've talked to that are like, yeah, I think I'm going to play it now. And I'm a little jelly because, I mean, I played it and loved it. I loved yeah. it. Uh, once they finally got it on the PS5. But I think I might do... I don't know if they have an N+. Plus. I'd love to do an N+. Plus. I imagine they probably do. They got a lot of cool guns. Yeah. But, uh, but, I mean, even if you do continue in your game now, mm-hmm. once they do the update, you're going to have to respec all of your right. abilities and everything because it's a whole new system. Anyway, it just looks like they, they're making up for all of the... I love it when... It's it sucks when a company releases a subpar game. Yeah, but much like Cyberpunk, Hello Games with uh, oh No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky. Thank you, Adam. With No Man's Sky, that yeah. released. Every, you know, it was like every promise in the world. This is gonna be the greatest game ever. Yeah, Trillions yeah. of planets and blue, blue, blue. And it was kind of it was a huge disappointment. Yeah, but they have spent years making this thing into oh, an yeah. incredible experience. Unfortunately, I feel as though. <laughs> I've yeah. waited too long, yeah. and it's passed me by, and it just seems a little overwhelming to get back in. It's too much yeah. to do almost. Same, same. I've, I've tried replaying it a few times, and I'm just like, I can't. Yeah, because you got to build bases. I mean, all this stuff looks cool, and they do have something that is great. They have a, I think it's called like the creator. Uh, instead of playing right. it where you got to mine everything, or right, whatever, right. you can play it where you get all the stuff. Oh, and you can just you build just, whatever you, just you want. Explore and do yeah. your thing. And, okay. it, and it's not, you know, it's a lot easier and you can experience right. everything. Oh, okay. So I might oh, try I that. Think that's a good idea. Yeah. But I but I I do like the fact that it seems now that C D Project Red has finally delivered the Cyberpunk game that they've been promising. And twenty years later. I, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I mean, you know, I mean I was one of those guys. I bought it when it first came out. Same and, pre ordered. Last were, thing I ever yeah. pre ordered. But I, I honestly think I'm probably going to pick up this expansion. It looks really good. Oh, I'm definitely going to pick it yeah. up. Um, yeah. I'm going to wait, let it get reviewed. Sure. But from everything I've seen, and they've done a good job of going around the country and letting people play it. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just sounds so cool. It's got the Escape from New York vibes, yeah. the president crashing in like the sketchy area. Oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, all the new updated like the cops and you have guns you can fight from your cars and <laughs> yeah. stuff and oh yeah the car yeah 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 it, it just sounds cool yeah and and like i said i really really enjoyed the experience as as it was right but right. uh it just seems like they're gonna fill the world more and mm-hmm. make it more of a, a living breathing uh experience cool which I'm excited for. Yeah. And you you played a little indie guy. Uh, yeah, there was this game called uh, Midnight Fight Express. I think I turned you uh, on to that. You did. You mentioned it. I put it on my wish list, and it was on sale, so I bought it. It was like 13 14 bucks. Um, it's like a top-down fighting game. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the story's really interesting. There's like 40 levels you play through. The story really has some twists and turns. That's cool. Uh, but when you really finally kind of figure out the fighting, it's so satisfying. Yeah. It's so fun, and it is one of the most violent games I've nice. ever seen. Uh, but it's it's from Humble Games. It's really good. I, it has a great feel to it. There's some references to some old Gen X movies like The Warriors. Nice. There's some references to... Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, <laughs> nice. I think it's 2, the, uh, the no Russian. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that whole, yeah. Uh, which is actually it's much more satisfying in Midnight Fight Express because okay. you have to actually fight all those guys that are trying to, to be terrorists. There's a level in Modern Warfare 2. It was very controversial at the time. Yes. And you could even skip it because people they were would like. They gave you the option, you know, yeah. But you basically were working undercover as a CIA agent. You walk into this airport with yeah. the villain. And you just start killing civilians. It oh, was so brutal. So brutal. And it so was brutal. so surprising. I remember playing that. Yeah. And just being it's like, like, it's like, wow, we're doing this? Like, this is happening. Uh, uh, trying not to shoot anybody. It's like <laughs> trying to shoot around people yeah, to make it look like, like you're still <laughs> shooting. Um, That's a nice outline you shot there, Jim. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward because I didn't pick it up. Uh, I, I'm trying to. Finish my backlog before yeah, I buy yeah. anything else because it's it's become ridiculous. I know uh, all of us gamers have just a pile of games we're sitting on that that we need to finish. Yeah, a lot, a lot. And uh, I just keep going back and playing old games. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm what did you? Uh, what have you played? I went back. I I played Bioshock, the original Bioshock. Oh, again, wow! Which I hadn't played in a long time, and damn, that's a good. Game. It's a fun game. Really fun. Plus, great story, great twist. One of the greatest twists yeah. in video yeah. game history at the end, uh, or close to the end. And just a creepy vibe. It's a very... I've been really into these kind of like creepy, solo, desolate kind of games. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I played that, really enjoyed it. I started Bioshock 2, but uh, for yeah. some reason on the PS5... It, it won't save. Weird. So I got through a chunk, and it was like, check your save files because you need to delete something or whatever. And there's, no, I don't no, weird. delete yeah. that. And then part of me thought, well, I'll just see if I can play it through without <laughs> stopping. And then that part of me. I've got 40 hours <laughs> on my hands. <laughs> it's like no effing way. So I went back to an old classic, one of my absolute favorite games of all time, Mad Max. <sighs> Love. Which Mad Max, in my opinion, is the best tie-in game. Yeah. You know, because it's not a movie tie-in game necessarily. Yeah. Because it's its own Mad Max and its own story and its own world and its own take on it. Yeah. It's yeah. got hints of both the old Mad Max and the new Mad Max. Yeah. But it captures that world like no other. Yeah. And it's not a very complicated game. A lot of it is just go to this place, kill a bunch of dudes. Yeah, drive. Go to this place, kill drive, a bunch of dudes. Fight. Drive, yes. fight. Drive, fight. And and find some dog food or some maggots for you to eat or smash a rat and eat that rat. Smash open a corpse. <laughs> yeah, it's so gross. You dig into a corpse and you eat maggots. I mean, it's it's so bleak. Yeah. You know, and, and when you find water to put in your canteen, it just really captures that that post post apocalyptic vibe unlike any other game yeah, really yeah and it ca- and and the story it it's funny because a lot of times the way i play these big open world games is i'll kind of take sections cuz there's all these different 
side activities and side quests and, yeah, yeah. and things to explore. And I'll like chunk it out and try to try to clear everything out and then move yeah. on to the next section. Clear everything out because it helps build up your – I don't know. I'm a weirdo. No, no. And that's some, so I, the, the story kind of takes second – it becomes second banana a little bit. Right, right. Especially in the beginning part. So as I'm kind of playing through the story at the beginning, I'm like, okay, well, this is – I don't really remember this. It's kind of boring, you know. It's like, all right, there's there's this weird dude, and I got to get stuff for this weird dude and that right, weird dude, right. and, and then man, when you get to like the third act or right before, yeah, holy f and f, man, <laughs> it has got one of the most brutal stories ever in video games. It is so harsh, so cruelly, brutally harsh, but so germane. To the right. material, right. and so perfect. This would have made an amazing Mad Max movie. Oh yeah, oh, and the yeah. fact that you get to do races, and then you you even get a little Thunderdome, a very tiny little Thunderdome action. Oh yeah, very tiny. Yeah, because yeah, after you have this big race, there's a couple of things that are, are that were very frustrating. But you ended up get, I ended up getting yeah, through them. Yeah. You find kind of a trick, uh, but there's this part where you go through this race, and you have this woman that is your fighter and mm-hmm. she's like throwing the thunder poons yeah which thunder are these exploding uh spear things and so after you defeat the 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 big bad in the race yeah then they throw you and your fighter in the thunderdome and they're all like well, two men enter one oh, man leave oh. two men enter one man leave and then you got to fight your friend oh. and you're like i don't want any part of this i don't want to fight you <laughs> and then uh and then you got to fight her to the death in the Thunderdome. Oh wow, which was awesome. God, I don't remember any of I that. I didn't either. And uh, <laughs> I didn't either. And and I also didn't remember. I'm not going to spoil it because if you haven't played this game and yeah. you're a gamer, play it. It's on sale. I think right now. Yeah, you can get it for it's, nothing. It's usually cheap and it's usually on sale. Yeah, and it is 100 worth it yeah. because it's just one of those games that it's it's, it's a great late night. Yeah, put your headphones on. And escape into this desolate world. It's it's like if you're alone in the house, yeah. you know, it just it lends itself to this experience that is very different than any other video game, right. in my opinion. And it is one of the most deceptively simple yet engrossing games I think I've ever played. It has some of the best fighting I've ever oh seen. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, it's so satisfying. It is. It's, it's simple, too. It's basically a two-button system. Yeah. Three-button, you know, if yeah. you do the work, you know, once you start getting a few, you know, tricks. Like right, being right. able to take the shiv and do the shit yeah, kill yeah, and, yeah. and grab the... But it's very deceptive, but it's all timing, and it's so crunchy, and it's just so weighted. Everything just feels right. like it's it's got weight to it, and the, sh- the it's got the absolute best shotgun in the biz. Yeah, in my oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know, once you get his, once you get him all decked out, and you got your leather jacket, and you got your shotgun, and you got your stuff, and you just feel invincible. It is, it is such a. a I just always forget what an amazing game this yeah. is. Yeah. And like I said, if you haven't played it, you can get it cheap. Yeah, highly recommend. Cannot recommend it enough. Especially if you're a Mad Max fan. Yeah. That took up a lot of my time. And then I really got into one of the free uh, one of the free games for PlayStation Plus was 2K23 Golf. PGA, PGA Tour. PGA, yeah. And I like me a good golf game. Yeah. I like sports games. I used to really love sports games. They're a little too complicated for me now, I guess. Yeah. Or, I don't know, it's just... 
it's too many microtransactions. Yeah, too yeah. much crap going on. Yeah. that is ants. Like back when you used to get FIFA, it was FIFA. Yeah, and you played yeah. as whatever team you wanted to play, and you could jack it through the right. World Cup, and it, it was just fine. You didn't have to worry about trades and yeah, and and booster packs. Just play and, through. Yeah, yeah. And that's what turns me off with all these sports games. It's all this ancillary crap. Yeah, that you know I have no interest I in. Yeah. I don't care about managing. Like, I don't yeah. care. I just want to play. But the golf game, even though it is criminally uh, filled with microtransactions yes. and, and passes and just crap that means nothing, luckily all that is pretty much just cosmetic stuff. Yeah. It doesn't really have anything to do with the actual gameplay. But the gameplay is solid. And yeah. so I was like, ah, you know, I'm going to go through and I'm going to try to win the FedEx Cup. I'm going to go through. I'm going to play. Funny enough, is it's the actual FedEx Cup is finishing right now as we're recording. That's crazy. <laughs> um, and so I've been playing, but it's just taking forever. The funniest thing about it, because Adam played a little bit of the golf as well, is I went into his room and we're talking about something, and golf was on. It was the beginning of the FedEx Cup. Exactly. The first round, yeah. And and look, we don't watch, <laughs> I don't watch golf. golf. I played golf as a kid. I really enjoyed it as a kid, but it's so frustrating, and I gave it up. Plus, it's an expensive game. And oh, there's no way oh, I can afford it. So expensive. But we ended up sitting there for about two hours just I, watching. Yes. The caveat that we ended up, we talked through most sure. of it. Sure. But it was super fun. But there was a lot of times we were like, ooh, oh, look at that shit. Oh, oh, yeah. And it's because the interface, the interface of uh, of the golf game is exactly like the yeah. actual it, tour. They did such a good job of setting it up. So good. Yeah, it's it's I I enjoy it. I haven't deleted it yet. Uh, I probably will soon, but only because I'm playing. I don't want to say I'm playing on the easiest setting. Yeah, but it's I think it's the next one up from that. And I've gotten to the point now where I'm like winning tournaments by like forty strokes. Say, oh wow, because you're doing the four. Yeah, the four games, the, the full four round right. like thing. But I'm only I'm, doing one, and it's still taking forever, which yeah. is one round. I, but I I'm at the point where it's like. This is very unrealistic, but I know if I bump up the difficulty, I'm going to get frustrated and yeah. stop playing the game. Well, I've noticed that I'm having a lot more fun like trying to control the shots and trying yeah. to like get yeah. more technical about it, I guess. Yeah. Because still, yeah. yeah, I mean, my handicap is plus 13.7, which yeah. is something like I'm usually average of 13 strokes right. under right. par. Right. Right. And and in terms of of the the standings, I've got like ten or eleven thousand points, and yeah. I think the person closest to me has a thousand. Yeah, so there's no way I'm not going to qualify. Yeah, you know, I, but I mean, you could sit out the FedEx Cup and still win. <laughs> yes, exactly. I could sit out the rest of the, of the whole the, season the tournament yeah. and I'd still win. But it's still, it's I'm still really enjoying it. And yeah, I. I definitely want to go back and play more. I want to get a hole in one. I came so close the that, other day to getting a hole in one. That's the t- when I get a hole in one, I'm probably going to delete yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah, an albatross. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, but it's it's but it's fun. And being the fact that we paid zero dollars yes. for it, it helps a lot. Exactly. And and you know, I usually enjoy the the free games. There's a couple of other ones that I want to try out. Yeah. That weird one with the crow. Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't tried Ravenwood or something. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. But uh, but yeah, so that's what I've been playing. I've been mostly playing the <laughs> two diametrically opposed games, <laughs> Mad Max and golf. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But I start. I finished Max, and it's funny because once you finish it, 
you unlock his his iconic jacket yeah, and his iconic yeah. from the f- first movie yeah. or early movies yeah and, he, and his iconic uh sawed off shotgun and so I'm like, well, I want to play around a little bit. Yeah. So I've been, I haven't stopped playing. You've been tootling around because there's a, you know, it's like, yeah. uh, I still got to get a little more, uh, uh, a little more stockpile for Jeet, a little more scrap, and, and, yeah. and a little more scrap for, uh, for Pink Eye. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'll finish that up and then I'll be done. Um, but yeah, so I, when I finished it, I, I, I kind of was going through and I was popping on stuff like I was popping on God of War and I was popping oh, yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, 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 Dragon some, Dragon Age was it not Dragon Dragon's Age. Dogma Dragon's Dogma I popped that on to check out I think that'll be fun that that seems like I, it's promising I'm looking forward to playing that yeah but I just I'm, it's I'm having a hard time finding something to grab yeah. me and I think what it's going to be is I think I'm going back to Horizon Forbidden West okay. I think that's the one I'm I'm going to get back into and finish yeah I need to play that that just got overwhelming it's like yeah. a lot of these open world games. There's too much stuff. Yeah, it was the for me, and I stopped playing it before, long before I handed the disc to you and said, "Hey, just play this." Because there was a point where I was like, "This is going to take like 200 hours." Yeah, and I and I just couldn't. I was like, "I can't do that right now. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't fathom playing this this much." And well, that was also pretty close to being when you were done with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which was a 200. hour Yeah, game. it was a long game. Yeah. But yeah, so but I don't know. I I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I'm looking forward to picking something up and playing. I'm probably gonna. I played through The Last of Us Part One a while ago, and yeah. I haven't played through The Last of Us Part Two yet. So oh, I need to pick that up. I was kind of waiting until it got a little closer to the next season of the yeah. show coming out. But God knows now that's probably not going to be for five years. Yeah, so. it's gonna be a while. Um, speaking of, did you see the they finally met? Uh, the MPTP and the WGA finally met. Yeah, I heard that the WGA, that the the AMPTP were very condescending. Yeah, they literally said the whole meeting was them going, "I don't know why you guys aren't taking our our offer. Like, why aren't you guys taking our offer? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's a good offer. Why aren't you taking it? Oh, it's like, man. how about you counter offer something? Uh, yeah. Anyway, for all of you out there who aren't, you know, don't follow the whole Hollywood thing too closely just know that these strikes aren't about rich people wanting more money no the the 90 percent of the people in the wga and in sag don't make any money uh sag it's like 93 don't even qualify for health insurance no yeah yeah. you know so it's when you're getting 20 when you used to get hundreds of dollars in residual checks and Mm -hmm. those are reduced to pennies yeah you know all of these actors are sharing these residual checks that are 19 cents, 22 yeah, cents, yeah. 23 cents. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, um, these people need, deserve to make a living. Yeah. They should be able to make a living doing this thing. If you, if your name is on a TV show, you should be able to make a living. doing. Yeah. It. Speaking of, uh, what movies have you seen recently? Movies. I've been watching more TV than movies. I watched the Mario brothers, uh, movie. Um, it, it was fine. I didn't, hate it but it just i yeah. I, you, I could not tell you anything about it, it yeah i mean it was it, it was, was mario bland cookie cutter he was animation there, that like, the story could have been anything it was i thought it was clever how they had it chris pratt not have the italian accent i thought that was pretty funny yeah uh but the, then again why do you need chris pratt i again know? this is also going back there used to be 
actors that you didn't know their names yes. that were able to make a living doing VO work. Look, hey, Chris Pratt did a great job on the Lego movie. Yeah. Really fun. But he had a character. Yeah. And the character was jub- jubilant. Yeah. Is that right? Is it, uh, sure. Jub- jubilant? Jubi- jubilant? 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 Oh, no, man. <laughs> God, Sonny D. Sonny, Sonny D. Sonny D and guy. Curse you. Um, but he was great. I mean, he, he was a lot of fun or whatever. Yeah. But for this, it was just like, you're, you're such, you're the most boring character in your Mario. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, his character was kind of boring. I mean, it was, I didn't. Hate it. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I just didn't see the point. I, I, I was, thought Keegan Michael Key was really fun, but his there was no point to his character. Was he the wizard? He was a little mushroom guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and but I, I, no I don't point. know. I, 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 I really don't understand how it made over a billion dollars. I thought it was super lazy and obvious to get Seth Rogen to play Donkey Kong and I didn't think he was very good at it. I was talking <laughs> was to a voiceover so friend not, of ours yeah. who actually does voiceover for a living. And she thought that Chris Pratt would have been a lot more interesting as Donkey Kong, and I agree with yeah. her because yeah. he would have had to be a character instead of right. being, "Hey, I'm I'm Mario. Hey, I'm gonna I'm, go find my brother. I'm just gonna run around. I'm and gonna do just things. do this accent. That's just kind of a little bit of an accent." I did like I liked Princess Peach. I thought she was really good. She was. Um, Jack I mean, Black was great too. Jack Black was great. Uh, I don't know who played Princess Peach. Uh, Anya, Anya Taylor Joy. Oh, Anya Taylor, Anya Joy. Taylor Joy. Yeah. Yeah, she was. She was. Which, good. Speaking of, I meant to mention this during Mad Max, but uh, Furiosa. I think she's Furiosa in the mm-hmm. new Furiosa movie. I think so. Coming out next year, I think. Oh, good. We'll or see. The end of this year. I hope so. I mean, I think they were done shooting it, but uh, curious about. Yeah. That. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I mean, I thought Charlize Theron was great. Yeah, no, I know, but it's like her origin. It's like her as a younger person. So wow. yeah, we watched that. It was it was fine. A uh, better animation that I watched. Uh, it's on Shutter called The Spine of Night. Oh, uh, it is a one of the rotoscoped, like kind of in the the realm of like Lord um, of the Rings. N- do they do rotoscope? Mm-hmm. No, it's 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 more like heavy metal. The Lord of the Rings animated movie. I thought that it was more cartoony. No, there was total rotoscope. All the oh, okay. all of the. Uh, I honestly were, don't were remember live action that were rotoscoped. Yeah. yeah, the Ralph, Ralph Bakshi wasn't that Ralph mm-hmm. Bakshi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it reminded me a lot of like heavy metal and like because everything's it's like twelve frames per second, so everything's kind of slower oh, and nice. like it's a weird, super weird fantasy story. What's it called again? The Spine of Night. The Spine of Night. Yeah, about it's very similar to heavy metal with the the ball thing that kind of goes through the stories. Oh. And this is this is also kind of. Like segmented because uh, it talks about, but it's about this plant and like how it helps people and, and all this. But it's super violent, hmm. so hyper violent. I'll check it um, out. But it's really good. I love I, my cartoons. Oh, it's so good. Uh, uh, Lucy Lawless plays the lead. So, oh, good. Yeah. It took him to get four people hand drew it, and it took uh-huh. seven years to do the movie. Good lord. Well, no, yeah. definitely checking out. That's yeah. a lot of work. I watched that Monkey King. Monkey King. Yeah, movie. on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. Um, uh, Jimmy O. Yang. Oh yeah, was the yeah. lead. He's a very funny comedian. Um, he did a really good job, and it's it's an interesting story. There's a video game that's basically based on that same oh, really? story. Okay, uh, Wu Long. Oh yeah, out yeah. Okay, with the Monkey okay. King. Um, same thing. He's got his staff, and yeah. it looks pretty cool. Uh, we watched um, <laughs> <laughs> the Pope's Exorcist. Uh, I, was, I, was, I totally <laughs> forgot we watched that. Honestly, that wasn't what I was going to say. Uh, but yes, we did watch The Pope's Exorcist. And 
What an amazingly bad movie that was. I it made the whole time it was playing, it made me wish I could rewatch The Exorcist oh, again. Oh god. Look, I I love Russell Crowe. <laughs> he was great though. I have he such a soft spot for yeah. him. Yeah. I just I, and I really like him in these over the top yeah roles that aren't really him you know you right. give him a bad accent or something yeah. and some gravitas and oh baby give me some popcorn i'm in but oh baby this was, was just such an awful movie i couldn't tell you what it was about i was like okay russell grow had a beard there's a boy yeah and there's a girl yeah and eventually they're both possessed i guess and then he gets possessed. I don't know. All I really remember is uh, a wonderful vision of the Virgin Mary who becomes a demon. Uh, it was a very Catholic interpretation oh, of yeah. the Virgin Mary. And then also the best part, the absolute best part about that movie was the fact that didn't really explain, but Lady inherited a former church that she decided to use as a house in yeah. England. Yeah. And underneath were giant caverns with even older churches. Yeah. Uh, uh, where they kept the devil at bay, apparently. It was a little jail cell for the devil. a flimsy premise. Garbage. Uh, <laughs> it was bad. But we did. So bad. On the flip side, we watched uh, Asteroid City. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Which was really City. interesting. Yeah. I had no idea, honestly, what it was about. I didn't know that it was like a yeah. play within a play. It was so bizarre. Very, very interesting conceit. Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I I'm a big fan of his movies. Yeah. Um it was it seemed like he got a little bit it's going to sound strange, but he got a little bit out of the quirk and told a little bit more of an honest story about the family. I mean, it was yes, very quirky. But also it was also the most Wes Anderson movie of all time. Strangely <laughs> enough, the most and the least in a way. Yeah, yeah. In a way because it was it was it wasn't as funny. No, it was, it was a little more yeah. serious. Uh, uh, Jason Schwartzman. Uh, Schwartzman was so good, very good, uh, dealing with his family and just how weird he was. And like everybody was really good in it. Yeah, uh, was it Brian Cranston that did the narrator? Mm-hmm. I, my absolute favorite part in that, where he just shows up suddenly and he's like, "Oh, is this not my scene?" <laughs> and then walks out. <laughs> it's just he had a lot of fun with the conceit. Yeah. That's why I yeah. like if you're gonna do a conceit like that. Yeah, you got to play around with it like he did, and he did. My biggest complaint would be I 100% believe that Tom Hanks came in because uh, Bill, Murray. Bill Murray couldn't do it. I agree. I because this was 100%. Agree. And it would have been, honestly, I love Rushmore. I think it's my favorite of his movies because it's the yeah. first one I saw. I mean, the second one I saw Bottle Rocket, but yeah. the first kind of mainstream yeah. movie. And I thought it would have been just so incredible to see – the full circle of, right. of Jason Schwartzman being the father right. of the kids and then having Bill Murray be the grandfather because he was right. the you know the best friend kind of father figure in Rushmore. And it would have been perfect. And I and it I I feel that it was written for him. Probably. And that as great of an actor as Tom Hanks is, and he was good in this part. It wasn't like, he was bad. I liked him in it a lot. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It's just that all I could think of was like Yeah. That you know, should have been he's, Bill Murray. He's uh <laughs> He's, uh, He's Bill Murray light. <laughs> Second string. Yeah. Uh, I, he was great. But yeah, but definitely it felt like that should have been Bill Murray. And, and quite frankly, it should have been. But yeah. but and no disrespect to him. He was he was fine. And he did a really good job. It's just it's very it's and it's not his fault. But because of who he is and who he usually plays, it's difficult to see him as an unlikable character. Yes. Because he's just Agreed. so inherently likable. Right. That it comes. It's it's jarring. 
there's been a couple of movies where his performance is jarring right because it's just it takes the turn uh, a man called Otto. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Oh, you should see that. You want to see jarring Tom Hanks being grumpy? No, oh. <laughs> it's not a bad movie. I, I I enjoyed it, and it is a good character arc. But like, sure, and he's always good, he, even in bad stuff. He's an, he's another actor that's always good. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, but I think he is a victim of his own yeah personality, his own niceness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he's just too nice. But definitely worth a look. Definitely worth. A look. I, definitely, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't. I don't think I've really seen any other movies. What have uh, any other movies you've watched? Um, nothing new. Okay, I've gone back and and, and watched some old favies. Uh, there's some new shows that are yeah. back. Uh, Solar Opposites is back. <sighs> I still need to start watching that. It's weird. Um, they, the 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 creator and one of the lead voices, Justin Roiland. Uh, he also does Rick and Morty mm-hmm. and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he's got Squanch Games. Yeah. Um, but he went through some crap, and apparently he's a, a jerk. I don't know. There's some stuff uh, going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, there was some uh, uh, some original stuff that it didn't seem like he did, but there's enough other stuff that he's still canceled. He's he's not on the show anymore. Yes. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And so it's it's pretty jarring at the beginning but they did a good they did a smart thing which is they replaced his voice with an Englishman oh and at the very beginning they're like look we, we changed the voice it's just gonna be like this and we're gonna <laughs> probably do it in flashbacks too so you're just gonna have to deal with it so that's just how it is and then pretty much after that you get used to it and okay. he's fine and you know okay. the other okay. actors are great and it's got the the fun stuff in the wall. There's like a whole universe of people living in the wall. And oh, that's my one of my favorite storylines of modern TV. And yeah, it's so good. And then they also have like a another storyline about this guy going into space and joining like oh. ice cops oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and they do a good job with that. It was fun. It was good. Good season. I enjoyed it. It's a quick watch. You can binge through it in a weekend yeah, if you yeah. want. Um, still really enjoying. Justified Primeval, mm-hmm. uh, such a good show. And e- even if you haven't seen Justified, you can go ahead and watch it. It's not going to – Yeah, y- you're not in any sort of uh, – you're not losing anything by not no, seeing yeah. it. You'll, the story is pretty much standalone. Right. I would definitely watch Justified if you haven't seen it. It's a great show. Only Murders in the Building started again? Yes, thank you. Oh, and yes, Only Murders in the Building started again. It's It has Meryl Streep and it has uh, – Ant-Man. What's his name? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, Mr. Pretty, <laughs> Mr. No Agent. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's been a great season so far. But the, the, the thing that I love most about it coming back is that Martin, Steve Martin and Martin Short are doing the rounds again. Yeah. And they just did another uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend oh, episode. Nice. And uh, Martin Short, the way he roasts Conan O'Brien is in the way Conan O'Brien just eats it up and loves it is hilarious. It's just some of the funniest stuff. And nice. Steve Martin too. The way they are together and these guys are in their seventies. Yeah. And they're yeah. more clever and quick yeah. and funnier than guys in their twenties. And it's just I don't know if I like seeing the press surrounding the show. Right. More and it's it's like they're not really doing any press because Yeah. You know they the can't. strike. And yeah. this was I'm pretty sure recorded before the yeah, strike. Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah, um, and they're not really promoting the show. They're just right. talking about they're just on the them. Show. They're just yeah. guests 
you know, talking about their lives. And they talked a lot. They talked a lot about uh, Three Amigos. Oh, nice. Uh, where they met. And uh, I highly recommend listening to that I'll show. Have to, I'll definitely have to go that um, And then again, and as far as podcasts go, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is a great one. Yeah, yeah. It's such a cool – I've always been a fan of his, but – you know, you take out all the wacky bits and all the the stuff, which I loved, and he gets to sit down and talk to people and just being genuinely funny and genuinely yeah. interesting. And it's a it's a very good podcast. It's one of my faves. Nice, uh, but yeah, Orly Murders in the Building is back. I've been watching that. I started watching Mech Cadets on Ooh. Netflix. It's an animated show. I really got drawn in by the animation. It's really cool. It's very similar to like the new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Turtles, or like Puss in Boots, the new Puss in Boots movie. Yes, like that kind of style where everything almost looks kind of plastic. Yeah, or or it, like a, a, a oil painting. Oil painting. Or, yeah. yeah, it's it was watercolors. Very, the story itself is kind of boring. It's about giant, you know, mech robots that come down to fight off giant aliens, and then that's like tale. thirty years later. And they, but it's 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 interesting. I mean, it's interesting enough. I've watched a few episodes, and I'll finish it. Nice. Um, but it's it's definitely aimed more towards kids. Yeah, uh, but it's but it looks really pretty. It's super pretty. Well, check um, it out. And we're we're almost done watching Modern Family. Oh, nice! We have one more season to go. Oh, I, and and I'm saying one. that like it's like a burden, but it's like it's such a good show. And oh yeah. There's so much of season ten that I don't think I watched. Like there's so many episodes that I'm just like I don't remember any of this. I might have to do a rewatch. Oh, I've, I've been so watching good. some YouTube clips of The Office. Yeah. And it's just making me want to watch The Office again. I randomly on Peacock happened to stop last night before getting to Modern Family. I stopped and then I started doing something else and it was on the office and then they did a promo reel and I was like, oh man, why do you do this to me? I know. It's like that's the same thing with all these old video games. It's like sometimes you just want some comfort food. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what you're getting. Yeah. It's like mac and cheese, man. Yeah. Craft mac and cheese. It's never going to be different. It's always <laughs> going to be the same damn thing. And it's true. And uh, sometimes that's what you need. There's a new season oh, of uh, so good. What we do, what we do in the shadows. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh, it is so great. And this season is really the, good. The Pride Parade episode is so good. Oh god, and <laughs> and uh, Barry, what's his name? Something Barry. He plays. Oh Lazlo. yeah, uh, Neil Barry or Noah Barry. Noah Barry, I, no, I think something like yeah. that. Matt Barry, Matt sorry, Barry. Matt Barry. It <laughs> should be Noah Barry. It says yeah. he's got that old school. He's so good, but he's just like. F you! Shut the F up, everyone! <laughs> he comes across as such a jerk, and, but he's got such he's, a soft side to him. He's so nice to Guillermo oh, during this so. season. Yeah. yeah, Well, he's always... I mean, last season he was raising Colin Robinson because yeah. he was a yeah. little boy. Yeah. And... Uh, oh, oh, my God. In the Pride Parade episode where Colin Robinson goes into uh, Nadia's body and then it's like she just pulls her hair back and his face is back there it's like the creepiest things i've ever seen so creepy so creepy so creepy but if you're not watching that show, oh my god it's so good you should watch it and it's funny i watched uh a clip of the opening of the movie mm -hmm. and with taika watiti and uh Jemaine Clement, not Jemaine. Was it Jemaine? Jemaine, Jemaine, Jemaine Clement, Clement yeah. and then another guy. But what's really funny is when they do the Council of Vampires. Tilda Swinton is the is the lead vampire. Yeah, and she's yeah. effing hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So playing against what she usually plays, but again, just gleefully embracing this. You've got the three actors that starred in the main movie, in the real movie. You've got yeah. Taika Waititi and Jemaine Clement and the other guy. Yeah, and then you have Paul Rubens dressed up in his Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Nice outfit 
you got Wesley Snipes as <laughs> Blade, the Daywalker. He's on Zoom, you know, nice. and you have all these iconic vampires right. as the vampire, vampiric council. And it's just those things make this show so, so clever funny. and funny. And what an amazing cast. If you're not watching this show. Oh, so good. I think my pick of the week. Yeah. Pick of the week is. Uh, even, oh, man. My pick of the week is a tie. Yeah. Only murders in the building. And what we do in the shadows. Those, those, those are my two picks. All right. Well, it's been very fun watching uh, so many good movies with Gene Hackman. Yeah, I've been so so pleased. Washes out that bad taste of the Pope's Exorcist. Oh right yeah, out of my mouth. Well, it's going to pre-wash out the bad taste oh of uh, this God. coming up month. Poor Adam. I've realized, and I mentioned this on next week's episode, I believe. I realized that as a child, I didn't have maybe the best taste. In things, <laughs> I basically just liked everything. I I was a a glutton. I just wanted to consume. I wanted to consume yeah. cartoons and movies and TV, and I just loved it. And so I was a very forgiving audience. And so next month we're doing uh, some musicals. We're doing yeah. the uh, we're gonna do the Wiz seventies musical month, baby, because I love the seventies. Yeah. Uh, the way all these movies came out within like three years of each other, they all did, and they all killed the musical for like the next twenty years. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if I'd say that about Greece. No, well, Greece, Greece kinda... is part of the reason why the other movies <laughs> exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got the Wiz, which I still have a soft spot for. It's a guilty pleasure of mine, um, and you'll find out why next week. Uh, we're also doing uh, Xanadu, which I'm so curious to see because I have not seen that as, since I was a child. I just remember a lot of roller skating and uh, roller disco, baby. And, and one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, ELO. ELO, Electric yeah. Light Orchestra, doing the yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. So at least it'll sound good. <laughs> and then uh, It'll look good. I mean, she, Olivia Newton-John's pretty. And then we got Sgt. Pepper's. Oh, man. That's going to be an embarrassing show. A, a Beatles it, movie not starring the Beatles. With everybody else <laughs> in the world except for the Beatles. Yep. Are, uh, Steve Martin, Earth, Wind, and Fire, George Burns. Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Uh, uh, Alice Cooper. The Bee Gees. Well, the Bee Gees are the star. I know. They're the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Except the star, I think, is Peter Frampton, right? Yes. Who yes. wasn't a BG? No, he was not. Uh, but he and Strawberry Fields are like he made his guitar talk or something. We'll find out. I was, <laughs> I was born after that era of Peter Frampton and Poor the Bee Gees, and I don't understand why Peter Frampton was so huge. Peter Frampton is great. Peter I, Frampton Alive is an amazing album. Great. My sister, <laughs> I was telling my sister about uh, my sister Tracy, our yeah. one of our biggest fans. I was telling her about the upcoming month. And she got so excited uh, because we saw all these movies together. Yeah, yeah. And she was a huge Peter Frampton. Oh, yeah. Because he had that like weird, like, wah, 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 that weird mouthpiece yeah. he would play. Yeah, well, that's the, yeah, where it sounded like he was making his guitar talk. Wah, 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 yeah. But it was his mouth. I know, yeah. Um, but, look, uh, one of the greatest things he ever did was the Lollapalooza Simpsons episode, which is Oh, hilarious. yeah, yeah. Somebody take my club sandwich. <laughs> um, but it it... Again, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. I adored that movie as a kid. 
And uh, and then we're going to do Grease, which, yeah. again, great movie. This is the first time where I've not seen the majority of the movies. Oh. Uh, I'm seeing them for the first time, except for Grease. Grease is... Uh, oh, it's going to be such a disappointing month for you. But, um, well, we're ending with Grease, so it, well, it'll yeah. have a strong landing. <laughs> but we might find uh, a couple of rivalries for Hot Pursuit <sighs> for movies you didn't like. That's going to be tough. You're going to find something in both... I can't say that you're going to find something in Xanadu because I cannot back that one up. I don't remember. I'll just Gene Kelly. Just remember Gene Kelly on skates, and he's charming as as f. Like Olivia Newton-John, she's so good. She is, but this movie is thin, baby. It is thin yeah. mints. We'll talk, we're going to talk about it for sure. Uh, but Sergeant Pepper's. It, it, there's a lot of great musical performances in it. And it's just nobody remembers this movie. I think I think we're probably the only people to resurrect this any of these movies, you know. But yeah. I, these are movies I loved as a kid because I had absolutely no taste. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Was the was it Terry Gar? Yeah. Um No, it was No, no, it, I'm sorry. It was uh uh McDermott. Uh, uh, Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. Three sips in. Um, (laughs) Now, yeah, you just pull up your calculator app on your phone and it does all that. Just, hey, Siri, what's 47 times 22? I I find myself using Google to do basic math sometimes. (laughs) She was listening. It's 1034, apparently. Thank you. Um, (laughs) We now return you. For your regularly scheduled programming, The Jeffersons, already in progress.